that movie was great. I did too. Um, but Rogue One is my shit. Rogue One was amazing. It's my favorite. Um, but man, The Last Shot I was really bad. Mm -hmm. I remember being like upset in the theater. Me too, yeah. man. I was like immediately as soon as the movie started and they started that that first scene of them like going down the little like through all the starships. I'm like, well, that looks like a cheap sci-fi movie. Is that what you're setting us up for? And it was. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan Johnson, if you're listening. You listen to the podcast. Is this thing recording? Fuck yeah. you, Ryan Johnson. You pulled down your little Boy Scout shorts and took a giant shit on my childhood. <laughs> I don't give a fine fuck if George Lucas made Jar Jar Binks and made him say a bunch of stupid shit. If you ignore him, Phantom Menace is a pretty good movie. But fuck you, Ryan Johnson, and your underdeveloped chin. You look like if Ed Sheeran shaved off that shitty, scrappy beard of his and stopped playing shitty, croony music. Fuck you. And that's about all I gotta say. Happy Memorial Day, everybody! <laughs> ready? Let's die. Are you guys ready to die? Oh, okay. Yeah, y'all have a way to print up blank character sheets for like, this. Like, <laughs> I have some blank character okay. sheets. Can we fucking die too. already so we can get to the barbecue party. <laughs> you know, uh, this episode of. Hit Dice is also brought to you by Hangovers, just like our first episode, everybody. <laughs> if, if you're hungover, raise your hand. I am. I am. I'm not, but I'm drawing Raising your hand really translates on a podcast. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about it out loud right now. Four out of the six of us are hungover because it's Memorial Day. Uh, and we were all out last night drinking, so we're going to do our best to play some Dungeons & Dragons for everybody. What? <sighs> we just want to take a moment to give a genuine shout out to our sponsor, Tabletop Loot. They take really good care of us. Listen to this. Wow! You can do that too, and you can get 15% off if you enter the code HITDICEPOD in their store. Their dice are really cool. I'm holding them right now. It's probably the best feeling I've ever felt in my life, these dice being in my hand. I think that maybe instead of playing Dungeons & Dragons, we should all just hold our dice for an hour and a half to two hours. You okay. know what? I would, but I left all my tabletop loot dice in Nashville in my backpack with my character sheet, my ha player's handbook, and all my minis and dice. Hey, I got good news. Well, some good news. All that shit is still gone forever. But if you want some new dice, you can head on over to Tabletop Loot. Well, Enter the code hit dice pod at your account and get 15% off. The cool thing now is that my mini is this weird ant guy with four arms and a bunch of swords, and Buffalo is a tiny ceramic elephant salt shaker. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get right into this so that I can yeah. kill all of you. Let's yeah. die. Uh, so I am your host and dungeon master, Wes Cordell. I'm joined here by my players on this wonderful Memorial Day, and uh, I'll start to my right. We have Alan Clark. Playing Patches, the half-elf rogue. Rachel Watkins. Playing Callista, tiefling bard. Nina Larson. Playing Adelie, the half-elf warlock. Nina, the Irish cream in her coffee at 11.30 in the morning. You gotta Memorial do Day. what you Larson. gotta do. Hair the dog, bitches. <laughs> Jonathan Ganong. Playing Arwell Garwin, the divination wizard gnome. Caleb Coors at 11.30 a.m. on Memorial Day. Hanks. I'm Caleb Hanks. I'm playing Gus Chiggins, the uh, half-gnome uh, uh, sorcerer. I mean, I'm Guy on a Buffalo, and I am a human ranger. <laughs> this is episode 17 of Hit Dice. All of our episodes up until now, including this episode, is literally brought to you by Tabletop Loot. They got dice. They got coffee mugs. They got shirts. Tote bags, and the other day I saw someone buy something, and they it was like a dice 
prison, but it, I think you have to, they have like a loot box that you can get now and they send it monthly and they will send you like dice prisons and dice and shirts and awesome. all kinds I of geeky shit. I want dice jail right now. Yeah, so Please. you can go get any of those things for 15% off your whole purchase. Sweet. And if you guys want to keep up with us outside of the podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our handle on all of those is Hit Dice Pod. Let's get right into it. You guys remember what kind of a horrible situation you're in? Lizards! Yeah. We're fucked. Oh, fuck. The We're separated lizards. from oh. Guy and Callista. It's just me, Arwell, and Patches with two lizards, a giant, and Another lizard shit. up the stairs. So, you all are <laughs> attempting to escape your slavery the day after you became enslaved. You have a, an interesting strategy. You told uh, Kravig, your fire giant friend, that if you guys didn't come back in two hours to assume you were dead, and he, to which he answered, I would have anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys got in here, you did find a, what you at first thought was a drow woman, and you soon realized later after you made her cry that she was just covered in dirt and soot and really gross and sad. And she is now with you. Her name is Volna, and Kravig knew about her and told you all to help her if she was in here. We saw her boobs. Can you we clarify that we made her cry by being nice to her, not by being assholes for once? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Addendum, you guys weren't assholes to her, and Yay. that made her cry. How'd you get locked in a fucking dungeon, idiot? <laughs> <laughs> you guys were told that there was a spot that was sort of a cancer in the elemental plane of fire where the fire would not touch, and the Afridi see it as desecrated ground, so none of them will go to check it. You guys, being very competent slaves who were able to tame a nightmare, are, of course, sent out to check on this instead of them. You all have these bracers on your wrists that are still giving you all minus one to dex and strength, everything, except attacks, pretty much. Um, no, maybe including attacks. I don't know if I told you that or not. Everything, basically, that is dex or strength, he gets a minus one to it, as long as these are on. However, they give you immunity to fire, which uh, I believe Arwol discovered with an identify spell. And as you guys got here, the ground around you isn't like the rest of this elemental plane. The lava that was here has completely dried up, though you can still see that eternal sunset on all sides of you, that ever-burning red sun high in the sky. All of the ash is just snowing down on you really gently. It's super strange. But in this place, where all this lava has totally dried up, there's this strange black rock that is not hot to the touch under your feet. It swirls around like a giant maelstrom or whirlpool or something. And in the center of it, a spire grows up and out of it, sharp and it points into the sky. You could see black smoke trailing out of the top of it. As you all climbed into a hole in the side of this, because it's not a building, it's it's like a natural form thing, and it looks like something had dug holes in this to get inside. You guys got into one of the smaller holes. As you got in here, there were three hellhounds at the door, which uh, you guys brutalized. You found Volna in a room and Elven slave woman. Well, you guys don't know that she's a slave, but you do know that she's been told to clean this place up and that her utensils to clean it were like ruined. And you, she's now with you guys. She wants you to take her back to the material plane. Um, she told you guys she couldn't help Kravig in her current state because she is a slave uh, as well, or was. And you found out that Kravig has been enslaved for a longer period because he helped her escape. She is with all of you now, and after you killed the Hellhounds, Patches walked to the top of this spire. He saw two giant sleeping lizards on the second floor with a fire burning in a fireplace behind them. They were basking in its light. You went upstairs, and there was a not a behemoth of a creature, but a very large creature, and its head turned up and around and looked at you. Its head wasn't unlike the two sleeping lizards, but it had a long neck as it looked back toward you. And as you were running back down, Arwul and Adelaide both came into the room. This big, 
nasty, ugly giant shut the door behind you. Four black pillars rise evenly in this room and they support the ceiling. And light from the fire dances on the eastern side of all of these pillars. Two enormous mounds lounge in front of the fire and they soak up its light. Banners are flapping lazily in this room, tapestries that hang all the way down to the floor. This must be where the smoke is coming from that was pouring out of the top of this spire. Then an enormous bang comes from the door as Arwell and Adelaide come into this room. You turn and a huge figure stands behind you and seems to have barred the door shut. Pieces of granite are tied to its huge humanoid limbs as a weird makeshift armor. A patchy beard covered in soot sits on its face. The exposed torso of this ugly huge humanoid suggests that it's a female, but you can't be sure. She takes a single step into the room toward you as these lizards have both noticed, I believe it was Patches. You failed your stealth check and they woke up and they were running toward you. This hideous giant belches out, Pepper, salt, dinner time. As she bars this door shut behind all of you. As she closes this door, she was standing behind it. The door is 20 feet tall. She was standing behind it. She closes it and bars it. You notice that there is a fourth tapestry hanging behind her that looks different than the others. You guys are gonna roll for initiative. I'm gonna run over to the door and push it. (laughs) Push it for you guys. (laughs) Good job, professor. I don't know if this makes you guys feel any better, but when you guys get a nat 20 on initiative, I'll put a star by your name instead of a Aww. number. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> don't like that I got my nat 20 school. there. <laughs> I wanted it on damage. <laughs> well, um, uh, my house rule is you get an extra action oh. of your choice when you get a nat 20. Yeah. It's a good day to die. One of the lizards is white with blue eyes, and the other one is black with orange eyes. As they're both running at you across this floor, they look very different. And this big, huge, hideous, gross woman is standing on the other side of the room. That's a huge bitch. (laughs) Callista. And I have one. Um, 21. Wow, holy shit, Adelaide. Six. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Guess I'm rolling up a cleric. Patches? Fourteen. Fourteen. All right, well, Arwell, you are certainly going to be up first. Um, I'm going to, I'm kind of near a pillar, kind of in the middle of the room. I'm guessing this is a pillar, right? Yes. Yes, okay. yeah, they go all the way up to the ceiling. Okay, cool. And I'm going to kind of look around, and I'm going to cast Witch Bolt at a second level um, at the giant. Uh, Eighteen. Yeah, that definitely hits. So at second level, I roll two d12s for initial damage. Uh, so 14. Holy shit, really? Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, that just gave me hope. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't die. <laughs> Maybe we will. And that's, that's against the giant? Yeah, so I'm going to extend my glove out, and then that crackling blue energy is going to... And remind me how much damage that was? Uh, 14. 14, thank you. Um, yeah, and it's going to uh, connect to the giant's throat. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can you do just, like, hear her scream out. As as you guys begin to fight, she just roars out to you as these lizards are coming across. Arwol is... Uh, you do get an extra action of your oh, choice, if you would right. like, by the way. I would. Um, yeah, so you're maintaining that, and you can, you can... If there's anything you want to do, awesome. If not, that's also fine. Okay, cool. Um, so since I have a bonus action, can I do an attack while just maintaining my witch ball? Yeah, as okay, long as cool. you can keep yeah. concentration. Then, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to use my sling, and 
Eh, no. All right, I'm just gonna, from where I am, I'm gonna use my thing behind this pillar. So Arwul is quick to turn around. I mean, really quick. You walk up, like, waiting on it, and you're feeling protective of Adelaide. You see these lizards get up and run toward him, and before the giant shuts the door, Arwul's preparing. He turns around and just slams this witch bolt into her neck. And with your other hand, your sling is already out, and you're, like, maintaining this energy between her, and then you just let this rock fly. Uh, 17. That hits. Cool. Eight damage. Whoa! Don't touch my girl! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Arl's fucking this thing <laughs> up. <laughs> Out the gate. Uh, anything else, Arl? Uh, no, that'll be it. And as, so Arl turns around and you shoot this thing in her neck, and as it hits her neck, you can just see that, like, triple chin just jiggle as it hits. And she opens her mouth, and you can just see the slobber that's sticking to her lips and, like, the few teeth that she has. And she says, she says, don't get worked up now. I don't like it when my dinner's tough. And as she says this, Callista's up. Callista, who is on the other side of the door that just got barred. <laughs> um, can they hear me through the door? Yeah, these doors are very crudely made. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, I'm right on the other side of the door from them. And I saw as it was closing that I know Adelaide's right there. So I'm going to sure. try to shout encouraging bardic inspiration type things at Adelaide. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Adelaide, you. you got this, sweetie pie. You can do it. I don't know what's in there, but kill it good. Though the door is strong uh-huh. and this wood is thick, it's not put together perfectly like carp- okay. like a carpenter would. So you can't see, you can't see it through it perfectly, uh-huh. but you can see through it enough like to know that something something's that is yeah, it's there. blocking the entire door. And so you can't you can just see glimpses. You see a flash of blue light, <laughs> and then you hear a rock like hit something, and you hear uh-huh. this thing scream out to them. And as I'm shouting bardic inspiration, I'm gonna be like. I don't know what that is, but it looks really big, and you guys need to take good notes. I'm gonna need a description for the book. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Anything else? Um, and if it's a poorly made door and I'm seeing this, I'm going to try to um, hack at it and hack my way through it. Sure, uh, so I wanna be specific before uh-huh. you guys uh, come up with too many plans. Though the door is crudely made, the wood is, it's still together tightly, and it's okay. thick pieces of wood. Oh, and okay. like, it doesn't even look like wood. It's some kind of weird charred something that you guys, okay. Have maybe never seen before. It's it's made of some, something wood like, I should okay. say, and it is thick and it's still put together. It's not like the doors like hanging off of a hinge or anything. Well, I'm actually gonna take my short sword and hold it by the hilt with two hands overhead and like chip with the point out of it and see okay. if I can. Sure. Yeah. Uh, roll an attack. Um, yeah. You're attacking this door. I am. I am attacking a door. Stab <laughs> a leg through the door. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen hits. Yeah. The door. I would hope I can hit. Fifteen hits the door. <laughs> I rolled a six. That's nine. Okay, awesome. So, Calissa, you go to start hacking at this door, and you really quickly realize this is not an axe. Like, it's uh-huh. hard to hack at yeah. it. And instead, you take this sword, and you're able to pry it into this thing and start bending it to the side. Short swords that are meant for battle mm-hmm. are thick, and meta- mm-hmm. and they're made of metal. So, like, it doesn't bend. Like, this is a this is a solid piece of metal. And you're starting to try to bend this, and as you do, you can hear that wood groaning as you're doing it, but it seems like you're able to start making a little bit of leeway with it. Okay. As you have your sword, and you're just kind of hacking at this and prying it apart. So, yeah, I'm trying to listen really closely to piece together what's happening in the room too, so I don't miss any details. Okay, Patches is up. I'm at the opposite side of the room from the door and the giant and Adelaide um, on the other side of those pillars. And I'm gonna run very quickly as far as I can and try to just make my way toward the door. I'm gonna try to, eventually I'm going to try Okay, to. so you're just taking your whole turn to run as quick, fast and far as you can toward the door? Yes. Okay. And I don't I don't quite make it there, but I'm behind one of the pillars and I'm just gonna, I'm actually gonna hide okay. behind this pillar. 18, stealth. 
Okay, 18. So you see these two lizards get up and they start... I don't know if you guys have ever seen a lizard run, like how their legs kind of go out to the side, but it's really fast and kind of disturbing. And their tails are just whipping and patches, you see them, you're like, oh, fuck this. And you take off across the room as fast as you can and you see them as you're running through these pillars. These two lizard-like forms just coming across, you're running straight at this giant. As this is happening, one of the lizards comes running around. It knows where you went. And as it is looking, it gets on one side of the pillar and it does not seem to be able to find you. And so it turns and it runs up beside Adelaide, who is between it and this giant. Bring it, bitch. <laughs> it's, its maw opens and it doesn't have big, sharp dragon-like teeth. It has these little studs all over its mouth. And you can see them, you can see them as it opens up, just like, just like the giant's mouth, all of this weird spit is in its mouth. That's a 22 that definitely hits you. It will also take 10 and cold damage because of my armor of a goblin. Ah. ah, bitch. You're so cold, lizard. <laughs> Break your teeth. <clears throat> that is, oh, that is as this lizard so comes cold. running at you and its mouth clamps down on your arm, you're just like sitting facing this giant and then this lizard comes up behind you and its mouth clamps down on your arm. It's going to do 10 damage to you as its it mouth just no clamps damage. down. <laughs> Does that take out all of your temp HP? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. But I'm okay. So far, not dead. <laughs> so far. And then the, the giant takes one step toward Adelaide, and she she's looming over you, and you can just... She looks so damn weird, and she's just really gross and standing over you, and she says something that you don't understand. Guy, you're hearing bits and pieces of it through this door, just like this weird guttural talking that you would understand to be giant. And you just catch a couple of the words, though she's spoken common. Uh, you catch a few words like uh, dinner and struggle and things like that, but you're not able to make out the entire sentence as she's standing here. But as she is, she picks this club up from underneath her, it's as big as that bar that's over the door. And she's picking this thing up and she's just swinging it down at you, Adelaide. She is going to get advantage because her giant lizard is on the other side of you. Now I might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> so the first attack is 16. That hits. Yeah, so the first attack is going to hit. The second attack is much higher than that. It's uh, 24. So this great club just slams down into Adelaide. Two attacks. She also takes 10 damage, though, for what it's worth. 10? 10 How much damage. did the lizard take? 10, 10 cold damage. They automatically take 10. Mm -hmm. It's cast so at level 2. Level. Yeah. <sighs> That's a shit ton of fucking damage. For Hell yeah. How long is that? Th that lizard bites down on Adelaide, and it's, an, it's a cold-blooded animal. I didn't realize you did so much damage to the lizard. It's a cold-blooded animal, and as its mouth clamps down, you guys see its movements, like where its tail was really crazy and its legs were going nuts, and it was tearing at your arm a little bit. You just notice its movement slow, and you can hear this ice starting to crack around its mouth as it's sitting there, and this giant slams it to you two times. So, 20 damage? Uh, yeah. Time that I get hit. Oh, okay. So she hits you once. She'll only hit you one time. I didn't realize it was going to hurt her. So she hits you with this club, and as she does, really quickly. Oh, never mind. It's well, I have the temporary HP, and she took out. The lizard took out my temp HP. Okay, but the lizard still got hit by it. So yeah, she's going to. She is going to hit you two times with this. <laughs> oh my! It's so much damage. Goodbye, Adelaide. Can I heal through doors? How does this work? Uh, that's Goodbye, 21 Adelaide. damage. Ooh, as this club just slams down into Adelaide two separate times. That's okay. not cute. I have four health. You're up still? Oh, yeah. That's incredible. 
you guys see this lizard hanging off of Adelaide's arm and its mouth is like freezing to her arm. And this giant is just wailing on you and I guess she she just grazes you with one of those hits. One throws you off balance and then the other one grazes your arm. But Adelaide's getting fucked up by this giant and her lizard. And as she has got you, we're up. So I'm out on the other side of the door. Yeah. So I would like to use Buffalo's charge attack to break the door down. Nice. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. Uh, this is fun. Yeah. So Buffalo's full grown. Buffalo. You guys hear these, like, <laughs> these, like, hooves come, like, up these, <laughs> running up these stairs. Behind me and sort of try to lean out of the way. Oh, oh no. Is it a one? It's a one. Um, I'm going to give you inspiration because that is such a good use of Buffalo's charge. Yeah. So as Buffalo comes up, these stairs, it doesn't become a stairwell until the very top near the door. These stairs are exposed before that as they're going up. Buffalo slips and falls off the side and into some of these crates. And Buffalo going to take four damage as he falls off and just slams into these crates and is trying to catch his balance. He's down on the bottom of the stairs. Such a good line ready to. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> Buffalo, you better don't. <laughs> You're just going to hear a guy go, well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't know what's going on. You hear Buffalo charging and then, like, a really loud crash. And maybe you're expecting the door to break through, but the crash doesn't sound like it came right from the door. We're, like, we're just so fucked. <laughs> Adelaide's up. Um, you were stuck in between this giant. There is a lizard, like... Um, is she wearing bracers? No, she's not. Uh, did you tell me that we have fire resistance? Yeah, everyone knows we have fire immunity. Um, I am going to use one of my powers in a 10-foot cube. Everything around me has to make a wisdom saving throw or be charmed or frightened. It's a huh. patron thing. This giant is not wise. No. <laughs> I'm like, please well, go hang on. from me. <laughs> nope, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> the giant lizard that's mouth is freezing is an 8. Nope. And the giant is a 10. So I... Nice. Uh, they hit me and they hit me and like I see the lizard take cold damage and I'm like haha bitch and then I see the giant comes down and wails on me and it hurts so bad but I'm still up and I just glare at her and my chilly eyes just freak her out and she becomes frightened. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it makes yeah, it makes wrecking like, shit. Yeah, it makes it makes total sense. So this lizard, you guys are watching Adelaide quite literally take these things on by herself at this point, and the giant does seem taken aback. And there's definitely a magical influence to this, but she seems taken aback just by the fact that she's just swung at you twice with this great club. Her lizard clamped down on you. You're, not only are you still standing, but Adelaide just has this icy cold stare, and you're just locked into her eyes, and she does seem like, whoa, what the fuck, you know, for just a second. But her and the lizard are both frightened? They're frightened, yeah. Okay, so they're going to take their turns to get as far away from you as they can, mm -hmm. and they can, on at the end of their turn, make another wisdom saving throw to, in an attempt mm -hmm. to not um, be scared anymore. It's no just more. until the end of my next turn. Um, and then I'm going to shout, light everything on fire! Can we? Yeah, there's tapestries everywhere. That's true. That'd be fun. We have our bracers. This, we should light everything this lizard, on fire. This lizard, the, the second black lizard comes running up to see if it can find where Patches went. This one does find you, Patches. And as it comes up, it seems it seems just like a shadow. And you, it doesn't come straight up to you. You can see its head come around the corner looking for you really quickly. And when it notices you, you just see those feet scamper on the floor. And it comes at you with its maw wide open in an attempt to take a chunk. That's a natural twenty. So... Patches thinks that he's totally hidden behind this, and as this lizard comes, you're shit. like, you're like watching, you're watching, you're watching the giant over one of your shoulders, and then from the other one, you just feel this breath, and as you turn, this lizard just grabs onto I your say, shoulder. Clever girl. <laughs> 
That's so perfect. <laughs> uh, Patches, that is oh my God. going to be 17 piercing damage as this lizard just clamps down on your shoulder we and neck. We are going to die. Patches is out, and this lizard is, they seem starved, if nothing else, and it has its mouth on Patches' shoulder. Oh, this elf bitch. I'm out. It's been real. Uh, did you give her your hand axe? Because she's up now. So she has this hand axe. She sees Buffalo fall down and off of these stairs. She She's wearing, like, this costume that Callista gave her. Yeah, it's, um, like, a really nice dress. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, she's, like, in a ballroom <laughs> gown with this axe. And, oh, you pressed the digitated her. So she's, yeah. like, very clean and pristine. And you guys can see those delicate pointed ears as she is standing on the stairs and she's clenching this axe. So she musters up some courage and you can hear her, like, and she walks up to the door. And, Callista, you just see this axe, like, into the side of this door. And she starts prying it with you. And as she hits it, she is not proficient with this thing, so she ruled pretty hot and not being proficient with it. You see, like, as she comes down, where you're prying it, she's hitting the side of that same giant piece of wood-like substance, and you guys are both just working on the same piece of wood trying to get it to come loose, because uh, you can imagine that this giant made these doors, and so that wood is big, so if you were able to get one of these pieces out, like you guys are working on, you could get through it. Buffalo probably couldn't, but you guys could. So, uh, she comes over and she's able to hit this right beside you, Callista. Arwell's up and Callista's on deck. Right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and just roll my damage for every witch bolt. Uh, 12 damage. And nice. So yeah, just uh, continue piercing that damage into her throat. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go toward Patches and use my action to pour a health potion into his mouth. Okay, yeah, he's unconscious and there's a giant lizard actively like gator rolling and trying to finish Patches off and Arwell comes over and is like pouring a potion into his mouth as this lizard's like <laughs> This lizard's on him like a bulldog. <laughs> This tiny little vial, and he's trying to pour it out. The patches keeps getting jerked around, so he can't quite keep up. So, uh, did, did, did you roll for how much he got healed uh, for? It's, what is it again? 2d4 plus 2. Okay. Nice. Seven, nine damage. Er, nine damage. <laughs> <laughs> it was poison, bitch! <laughs> so, Patches, you wake up, Arbel is over you, this lizard is still clamped down on you. You have, like, a lizard face on your shoulder. Hey, buddy. You're like, what the fuck? Arbel's standing over you with an empty health potion. <laughs> oh, I think that's it. Okay, Callista is up. I want to make another attack on the door. Callista's just trying to break this fucking door down. Eight. Eight does not hit. No. Well, it does hit, but it just, like, doesn't do as much as you think it's going to. Your sword just, it just glances off of this door at this point. Yeah, you're not able to get it anywhere into, like, a weak spot or anything. Patches is up. I'm going to, (laughs) I have two flasks of oil. Okay. Oh and I'm going to dump on the ground in front of me, and then I'm going to take my lantern and just smash yes. and just break oh, it on the oil. Okay, oh, cool. Oh, yes. This is really cool. I'm going to give you inspiration. That's super duper cool. I'm so excited. <laughs> so Patches just get he, he, you don't need, you just smash them on the ground, yeah. and then uh, he takes his lantern out and just smashes that thing onto the ground. Uh, that would cover effectively a 10-foot cube. You're Basically, right in front of me, around one pillar. Um, oh, you want it to be on you? And <sighs> so I'm, cool. I'm going to keep my clothes nice. Oh, um, <laughs> and, the, and one of the lizards. Okay, so you guys, you guys see Patches wakes up, and he just immediately is like, what the fuck? And he pulls out these two... <laughs> Vials of oil smashes them on the ground, breaks this lantern, and you guys just see this fire erupt 
And as this fire erupts, you guys see Patch is standing up with like this huge gouge in his shoulder. The blood seems to be clotting in it. And the explosion from this fire just whips his cape back as he's standing there. And this lizard is writhing around. Let me see how much damage this does to it. I cannot contain my excitement right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cool. Yeah, this, so this lizard, it, it just roars out a bit, and it's like this really strange high-pitched noise, and it rides, but this fire is consuming it completely. It seems to still be alive, but it is literally on fire. <laughs> so <laughs> this, it's just like as it screams out, these flames are coming out of its mouth. They're all underneath it. And uh, Patches just took the most super cool turn ever, and he's just sitting there as this lizard, this giant well, lizard as big as him is screaming out. You're welcome for the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> the lizard and the hill giant are going to move away from Adelaide. I think you get a tax of opportunity on both of them. Uh, but I have a minus one mod 20 for the first hit. That's a hit. 17 for the second hit. Both are hits. Okay. And then for melee, it's just a punch, right? So it's a d4. Uh, if you don't have a weapon out. No, I don't. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you you punch the hill giant as it runs I don't, by no, you. I don't have you staff. Stop I, just, with your... I have my... Oh, that's right. It's my <laughs> thesis. Yeah. yeah. God, ow, shit. <laughs> so this giant, you do see this look of horror set into her face, and the same with this lizard. It starts to slowly back away from you and look around, and they both just run past you. It looks like they're running at your teammates, but they are getting away from you. A d4 plus your strength. Uh, if I have a minus one to strength, and it's usually a zero. Does that? Mean? It's literally so minus I did one. No damage on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Who was just, that? Was that the giant or the lizard? The giant. I just punch her lightly on the arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a buddy thing. You're like, hey, guy. I learned this from Adelaide. <laughs> Go get him, <laughs> Yeah, you encourage her. She gets inspiration from you lightly tapping her on the arm. But then I swing a little harder on the lizard and do two damage. The the lizard's already looking frozen and it's moving slow, and Adelaide just like the giant goes to run, and you go to punch it, and you realize that like as your fist is going toward this giant, maybe you'd be better off hitting the lizard because it's a it's smaller. It already looks like it's in worse shape than the giant, and so you turn with that momentum and just sock this lizard right in the face as it's running by you, and you see its head spin to the side just a bit. The lizard is gonna come up to patches, so they are still frightened because Adelaide has not gone yet, so they are going to get disadvantage, which puts the lizard back at regular attack. Can they attack when they're frightened? Yes. Okay. Just not Adelaide. So the lizard does come up behind Patches in almost the same way that other lizard did, but you were ready for it this time. And as that lizard comes around with its maw open, you just like casually duck underneath it as its mouth clamps down on you. And as its friends on fire, your cape is billowing out and this fire is expo- like still actively exploding in front of you. The giant is going to come up to Arwol. And- it is going to roll a five. Okay, so on the first swing, this club comes down, and Arwell, you, you, you guys don't even see, yeah, you don't turn around or anything. You guys just see this club swinging horizontally at Arwell, like and he just, yeah, he bows and like maybe flourishes just a bit. <laughs> point over my shoulder, I'm like, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, her club does swing over top of you, and then she's going to come back and make a second attack. But she, she's rolling with disadvantage, she's frightened. And as she swings, she, that, that fear just seems to set into her a 
little bit more, and as she swings over once, and you turn around to like point at her and be like, ha, and as you do that, club's coming straight down again, like just really quickly, and you're able to sidestep out of the way, and it hits the ground, it does shake it, and you, uh, Guy, Callista, and uh, Valna are all standing on the stairs, and you can just hear this commotion. This huge light is burning on the other side of this door. Your friends are all like screaming something to each other. You hear this giant screaming out, and these huge slams from her clubs. You cannot tell what's going on in this room. You're, it's like it's like it's like hearing a movie from another theater when you're walking to your Calista film. Is like, so <laughs> pissed off to be missing. All yeah, this. it's like <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War is playing in a theater on the other side uh, of this you're door. You're trying to watch like a rom com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, guys, up. Yeah. I'm gonna try to get the buffalo to do the charge attack again. Oh no! Oh, Before I, was it a one again? No, no. it's just bad. It's, it's a, a two. two. You have have inspiration. I ain't doing it. Okay. (laughs) So, Buffalo goes charging up these stairs, and as Buffalo is coming up to the door, Buffalo just realizes that there's not enough space on the stairwell to not hurt Callista and Volna if he were to charge into this door. And so, Buffalo does stop uh, recognizing his friends at the stairwell. You guys can hear Buffalo running back up and just... (sighs) Poor Buffalo pulls up short and isn't able to do much. Uh, Guy, do you want to do anything else? I just want to face palm. <laughs> you guys hear an audible sigh <laughs> as Buffalo is not able to make it all the way up to this door. Just like, <sighs> uh, Adelaide, you were up. Adelaide's staring at this giant that couldn't take her down, and this lizard that got some coal damage from her. And they get scared, and they walk away. And then this fire is erupting behind her, and this is so exciting. And she. <laughs> I love these recaps. I'm going to um, <laughs> run and try and use this fireplace or Patch's fire. Where's like a tapestry that I could try to light on? Oh, fire? there is a tapestry on each corresponding wall of direction, okay. basically. There's one banister hanging behind the door where the giant was. There is one banister hanging just over the stairs because there is a stairwell that goes up to the top and on that stairwell uh, directly across from where the door is, there's a tapestry hanging there and then on each side of the fireplace there are tapestries hanging to the ground. So I'm gonna try to um, rip this tapestry down and see if I can get it into into the fireplace and into the room. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, Yeah, you you need to, how are you trying to rip this thing down? Pulling it, yanking it. Yeah, okay. Uh, just make a strength check for me. Athletics check. <laughs> it's a minus one. I'm also. gonna use my bardic inspiration. <laughs> okay. It's a five. A five total. So you guys see Adelaide, this big smile comes across her face as she scares this giant and it runs in the other direction. And you guys see her confidently run over and grab this tapestry and she just yanks it taut. (laughs) (laughs) Some dirt flies out of it. She's like, fuck, maybe I should rethink this. (laughs) So lizard number two is on fire and going to is going to bite out at you patches that is a 12 that does not hit you so yes. you can you can not only is this lizard on fire and probably having a hard time getting to you but it's also much easier to see how this thing is moving with the fire all over it. There's no like quickness to its movements or anything. It seems to be just struggling to stay alive at this point. It bites out at uh, Patches, and actually it is, it's gonna get an advantage. It's, it's still a miss. So it bites out at Patches, and it c- 
completely misses. You have this flaming lizard on one side of you, Arwell's on the other side, ducking this giant as it's just trying to like whack-a-mole him on the other side of the room. Adelaide has this banner pulled taut. <laughs> it's very beautiful. And you guys can all hear, like even over all of the commotion, you can just hear people like, <laughs> like chopping away at this door. Plus it's just like a continuous stream of curses through the door yeah. because she wants to be in there. You can so just bad. hear Clist on the other side like, God damn it. Like, mo- 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 this. Oh, so they're, they're not frightened anymore. And uh, as this happens, you can see the giant just grit her teeth and she does look over to Adelaide. It's, she's pulling this thing taut on the other side of the room. Arwell is up and Callista's on deck. I'm gonna roll my damage on the giant. Eight. That is nuts. So, Arl, <laughs> you, you're still. You're, I, I like the idea that you turn and point with your glove that you're holding the concentration with as this goes over and then like, zap. <laughs> and so you just send this energy through it and you just see her like, and take this big step as she regains her balance. Did, you said eight, right? Yeah, eight. Dude, Witch Bolt is nuts. It's so good. Yeah, it is crazy. Then I am going to, sorry, load up my sling again and hit the giant with my special cow trap. Ooh, this is gonna be loud and fun. <laughs> um, it's 10 feet away from me. Nice, uh, minus one, 18. Yeah, so you you there, you have this bag of caltrips, and this one is maybe still wrapped in that note, and you can find it really easily. You reach in there and you pull it out. You unwrap this piece of paper that says "For my friends" on it, and you throw it to the side. You load up this caltrop, and you sling it. And as you guys see this going across the room, you hear this crack, and then just boom as this thing hits this giant. One of the pillars behind her just disintegrates and falls onto the floor and this thing just hits her and you can see the ripples in her fat as this is like (laughs) matrix style absolutely as this is just blowing past her so uh, you will roll the caltrop damage and thunder damage is that the caltrop damage? the caltrop damage sorry is 7 damage okay yeah so this caltrop hits her pretty hard really close to the witch bolt probably Mm -hmm. and then that crack of thunder just comes across the room you guys see this pillar totally destroyed behind her easily how much damage does this do to her I think it does 3d8 right yeah okay cool 13 damage 20 damage total oh shit (laughs) yes 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 Oh my god, yeah. You just hear her scream out. Woo! Yeah, she's this she just took a heavy blow from you. Anything else, Arwell? You guys are all like making this happen somehow. <laughs> we don't worry, we got it. <laughs> you guys just hear you hear thunder come from this room, and then you hear the you can feel the whole building shake. You can hear crumbling in it. There you can there's obviously fire burning. <laughs> when I retell you what happened. I'm going to leave the part about the tapestry out. <laughs> uh, Callista, you were up. Okay. Callista continues her <laughs> string of incoherent cursing. <laughs> um, can I see through the door? Like, what can I see? Uh, you've, you've chipped a little bit away at it now, and yeah. the giant's not standing and right in front of it. So as you peek anyway. through this door, you can see... Arwell, and he's standing there. You can see this giant stepping back in a really big way, her fat rippling. This 
pillar disintegrating behind mm -hmm. her. You can see the light of the fire dancing on both of them, and uh, you don't see Adelaide patches or the two lizards. You actually probably don't even know the two lizards are in the room. Okay. So I'm going to, as a bonus action, yell, Hell yeah, Arwul! <laughs> and cast some bardic inspiration cool. PDs on your next round, whatever yeah. you want to Arwul, you get a, you, Arwul does get a bit inspired. You realize that your friend is watching this spectacle, and that someone, <laughs> like, witnessed. Great. Someone witnessed. Yeah. <laughs> someone going to feature prominently <laughs> in this chapter. <laughs> You're going to be a star. Maybe. Yes. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and then I'm going to um, press my face up against the crack and cast Vicious Mockery on the giant. <laughs> what are you saying to her? <laughs> I say, hey, big, flat, fabby hag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys see this tiefling. You see this tiefling face, like uh, fucking The Shining. <laughs> you see this axe? No, literally, it's just like The Shining. This axe is hacking at this door, and then this tiefling's face comes through it, and she's like, "Hey, you fat, flabby bitch!" <laughs> if you're that big out here with no food, I hate to see what you'd look at if they let you stay in town because you're too ugly to be there. <laughs> My feelings. She has feelings. She has to make um, a wisdom save. Get out of my head. <laughs> that's what the devil said. Uh, that's a 17. Damn. She does not care what I think of her wisdom. No. <laughs> she, she knows how. She's body positive, but she knows how she looks and she's happy with it. She's still going to take half damage. It still hurts her feelings a little. <laughs> oh, no, she doesn't take half damage. Just kidding. She's fine. Yeah, no. she, she's body positive. Uh, you don't hurt her feelings. I mean, she knows how her, she looks. <laughs> she likes her ripples. Yeah. Too bad they won't cool send a salad out here. I no, still like that you're yelling at her. Just <laughs> crack in the door. I like pull the short door. sword out yeah. and tell like, Arwell how great he is. <laughs> <laughs> start just trying yeah. to insult her into a I love it. Uh, Patches, you were up. <laughs> I'm going to use my cunning action to oh, disengage. Little, Hang on. Actually, <laughs> on Patches' turn, <laughs> that fire is going to spread. So this oil is spilling across the floor. It doesn't stay in one spot. You guys can see this fire encroaching, and as it does, it's going to basically cover the squares all outside of it. As Arwell is slinging this, and so this giant is taking this step back, this fire spreads under your feet and patches. You guys are consumed by this fire, but you do not feel its heat. These, you can see the runes on all. You can see the runes on both of your bracers activated. They are glowing orange, and this fire is just roaring around you. It does not seem to do anything to your clothing other than push it with that hot air it's creating. Nice. And so. Your so cool. your cloak is just flapping it's in this right anyway. now. Does leather burn? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it would be so stinky. Oh, but uh, <laughs> it's also going to spread and do damage to the lizard that was in there. The lizard that is inside of it dies. Patches, if you'd like to flavor it coup de gras, since it's your fire, feel free. It's just, I was like, Yeah, it's no, really, it's screaming and its eyes like, and you can hear him sizzle as his eyes explode and it just writhes and falls down and it looks like the little dried newt in uh, Spirited Away that everybody's so jealous of. You remember? <laughs> so that's how it looks. Uh, and the fire does spread to the other lizard and I gotta see if this lizard can... Yeah, this lizard is really quickly able to dance around it just a bit. It's still gonna be in that square, but it, it doesn't catch onto this lizard's skin right away. Patches, you were up. Okay, so I'm gonna use my cunning action to disengage so this lizard does not get an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Opportunity. Salt and does not get an attack of opportunity. I'm going to run over to the door. Close's face in it. With I'm like, yo, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna use my inspiration to try to lift this fucking... Athletics bar. check. Yes. It's, so it's... And I have a zero strength mod, so... Um, Do good. 
It's a nine. Yeah. With advantage. You go to lift this and you get under it, and as you do, you just you just did like maybe the coolest thing of your whole entire life over there, and you're like, yeah, and then you're like, holy shit, this thing is really goddamn heavy. <laughs> uh, and uh, Calissa, you would have noticed this too, though. This is a wood-like substance. I mean, you guys are just as you're nicking at it, you're able to get I'm that. I'm getting a feeling that it's like petrified stone. Something strange. It's something strange. Like it's it's something strange. Um, but patches, you go to lift this, and it's not like hollow, dried out wood. There's something else to this material, and you <laughs> patches is trying to lift it, and you're trying to hack at it, and it's just n- not. Though you're making progress, it's not. not it's, it doesn't seem very effective. But yeah, patches, sorry, you were not able to lift this up and off of the floor. And as you turn around, this lizard turns and sees Adelaide with her back turned. Salt is going to run up behind you. And And I'm going to tell you to, like, sidestep, and it's going to roll an eight. Oh, okay. So this this lizard rolls an eight. A 12 does not hit you. Mm-mm. Yeah, so this lizard steps up, Mm-mm. and Arvel's, Arvel's over there doing, like, all this super cool stuff. He's kind of, like, <laughs> choreographing this fight. <laughs> and this lizard comes up, and he just yells something to Adelaide, like, now! And you remember him telling you to take a step at some point. And you just well, take a step. Yeah, while well, you're still <laughs> holding it taunt. And then you take a step to the side, and this big yeah. maw just... <laughs> Yeah, Clamps down when you right do beside something you. really stupid, remember to step left. <laughs> How will I know what that means, Arwell? I do stupid things all the time. You'll know. And this, this giant, this giant looking at Arwell is just furious, and she brings that club down two more times on you. Uh, the first is a nine, which does not hit you. My AC 16 right now. Okay, and then the, oh yeah, good to know. And then the second one is much higher, it's gonna hit you, that is a 23, as this club is swinging down. Ah, my god. Right? So I don't cool. like three dice rolling. Yeah, you're not gonna like the result either. Nope. Uh-oh. That's 28 damage. As oh. you, this, this, she does sideswipe. Arwell's feeling good. I mean, you're like feeling really good, yeah. and then everything goes black. Yeah. Arwell yeah. just like boom as this club swipes across him. His body's crumpled onto the floor after this. Yeah, and your concentration breaks on the witch bolt, yeah. and that disappears from her neck. You see an evil, hungry grin spread across her face. Anybody who can see her as she's looking down over Arwell's body. Guy, you are Thank up. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. I'm going to use my advantage on this. Yeah, I'm going to get the buffalo. I'm going to jump on his back and be like, all right, you've tried this two times, bro. Be a buffalo. Break shit. Brap! Better. 16. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. That's good. Do I have to use my advantage now still? Yeah. Yeah, 28. Oh, same thing, exact same thing. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, 16 still hits this. Uh, roll the damage, roll the gore and charge. There's 1d6 <laughs> plus 5. Yeah, so it's 2d6s plus 5. Oh, cool. With a t- nice. Damn, nice. Maximum damage. 5. And 11, 16. Holy shit. Uh, so, Calissa, I imagine you might step out of the way as you hear this charging buffalo come up the stairs. I'm just standing and in front of the as, door. <laughs> Patches is like, <laughs> and you see Callista's oh, no. face go away. Callista, <laughs> you just see, yeah, you, 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 hear, you see Callista's face just like, <laughs> like go away from this door, and then Guy just explodes into this room on buffalo as whatever this is made of splinters apart. The whole door doesn't break off. It's made of sturdier stuff, but Guy, you come busting through this fucking room 
door on Buffalo, just as R will, like maybe that's what distracts you to, sure. like you, this <laughs> door busts open and as you look over your shoulder, this club just slams into the side of you. And Guy, you are now in the room. Patches, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. So and cool. I say, I'm here for the struggle dinner, because those are the only words I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. 16. Uh, yeah, a 16. You see Calissa's face go away and you hear the like coming up the stairs and you're like, oh fuck it. And you like let go of this. You maybe budget just a little bit and you just let that thing down, jump out of the way as guy busts into here. This fire burning behind him, Arwell's falling. Adelaide's looking real smart over in the corner of the room <laughs> trying to pull this thing She's down. The um, The tapestry behind Guy, I will describe the tapestry just for the sake of this. This tapestry behind him is black, but it has white embroidery around it, as do all of the other tapestries in this room. And there it seems to be a mountain in the middle of this thing with some kind of stone or round object you're unsure in the center of it. But it is flapping behind Guy. That fire is dancing across him. The room itself is on fire in the middle. And uh, Guy, is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Adelaide, you're up. So I'm in a different plan of action. <laughs> Um, I'm, now that the lizard is by me and all of this and this lady is mad at me, I'm going to cast Blade Word on myself. So I have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Okay. I'm going to run to the fireplace and try to kick the fire on into the room and around and like use it kind of to protect myself to... Okay, so you guys see. Yeah, Adelaide, you drop this. Uh, you are going to take an attack of opportunity from that lizard. It's a 14. Uh, meets beats. Yeah, so as you go to turn and run, you guys, this lizard does bite down on you, but you have resistance to piercing damage. So let's see how much this does to you. Three damage as this bites into you. Oh, really? <laughs> so this lizard bites down on you, and Adelaide's like, oh, fuck, you guys see Adelaide. She has this thing pulled taunt. She steps to the side, and then she goes to turn. The lizard, like, bites on your arm and gets just a little bit, like those teeth scrape across it and it bruises. It doesn't like take a chunk out, but imagine a trap like yeah. slamming down on your arm. Your arm is hurting. You guys see her go to turn, determined, and then she just kind of stumbles into this fireplace. <laughs> and I kick the, the, and the logs. She stumbles in, this fire is burning huge. You can no longer see her, and then you just see a bunch of logs like. <laughs> and I want like sparks to go everywhere. I'm trying to get sparks to catch on things. Yeah, and so uh, these sparks. We are going to light everything on fire because the elf doesn't have protection. Oh, well, she can just not come in the room. <laughs> Adelaide, you are, now, you are now standing in the fire. Uh, you're in the fireplace. Salt, still being alive and seeing Adelaide go into that fireplace, sees Guy bust into the room and just runs over. Uh, I guess you're, you're on Buffalo, right? So it would attack at Buffalo, since that's the first thing it could reach. That's an eight. That does not hit Buffalo. And this thing bites out, and you guys just see as Guy busts in here and this fire is on him and this tapestry's flapping, Buffalo <laughs> rears up as this lizard comes up under it, and Guy's just like, his muscles are glistening, and he's just <laughs> holding on to Buffalo's scruff so he doesn't fall off. Uh, your elf friend is up. 
she is going to make her way up the stairs, and she is just staring at the spectacle. She does not do anything else. She's just holding that axe, and she just looks like, what the fuck, as she walks into this room. She just seems really distraught and scared, and you can see her trembling a bit as she's holding that hand axe and looking around the room. She does not do anything else. Arwul, I need you to make a death saving throw. When I kick the fire, does it go on the lizard at all? Nat 20. Oh, wow. Uh, a nat 20. So you you were back up and you have one. You take this hit and you're like, I am not sitting this one out. Uh, you, you are at one HP and you are prone right now. I am going to reach out and... The touch pad. Yeah, and grab her knee or leg or something and do... Ew. <laughs> it's super gross. Uh, well, it's like whatever. it's like touching the floor at McDonald's. He's going to love it. <laughs> love, it's fine. Um, and then I'm going to do shocking grasp. Uh, 21. Yeah, 21 hits. Takes three mm-hmm. damage. Yeah, wow. And reaction. no reaction. <laughs> I'm going to... She freezes up. Yeah. You guys see Arwul stand up and he goes to run mm-hmm. and then he turns around smacks his glove on this giant's big greasy knee and... You see her stiffen for just a second, like when you touch an electric fence. God damn it! And <laughs> and then Arwell turns back and runs through this fire. Yeah, through yeah. the fire and around the column, so she doesn't have line of sight. Okay, on. she no longer has line of sight, and she just ah, seizes up for a second. <laughs> nice turn, Callista's up. Good job, Professor. <laughs> Callista is Why going to run into. <laughs> I'm having fun. Let me have it. I'm gonna run through the buffalo-shaped hole in the door. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah, it's like a cartoon. And I see the, um, I see salt over there, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna run over to salt and try to stab it with my pointy thing. It can't Your horn? Short sword. Oh. <laughs> the horns are not good for that. Uh-huh. I've got them very well groomed. That's <laughs> a fourteen plus six. Is a twenty to hit? Oh, uh, that's a freaking hit, dude. Yeah. Five <laughs> total. How do you kill this thing? Nice. <laughs> you just see all her frustration is still just boiling from missing the bulk of this fight. And so she just comes running in with a sword above her head <laughs> and two hands, just screaming through the buffalo-shaped hole. And the first thing she sees is that thing over there going after a guy in buffalo. And she's just like, ah! String of profanities about how she's missed everything. Perfect. Uh, yeah, you walk into this really <laughs> amazing scene. <laughs> and as this thing is snapping at Buffalo, you do shut its mouth permanently. And this sword like skewers its mouth shut and then just slams its head into the floor. This thing's eyes roll up into its head. Its big blue eyes roll up into its white scaled head. And then this red crimson ruby blood just starts pouring out and around where your sword is in and puddling on the ground. The only one left standing is the giant. Anything else, Callista? Yeah. Man, um, that thing is a lot of help. I'm just going to, <laughs> keeping one hand on the sword hilt buried in the head of this thing, turn around and look at the giant and just glare at her. Patches, you're up. Uh, the, your fire does not seem to spread anymore. Your oil seems to have gotten as far out as it can go. I'm going to turn around. And I'm facing the dragon, and I'm going to take out as many ball bearings the as giant, possible. The dragon? I mean, sorry, not the dragon, giant. <laughs> Where, why is there a dragon like, oh in God, here God. now? No! <laughs> the giant. I just had dragons on my mind for some reason. And I'm just going to take out a, a big handful of ball bearings and just roll them across. <laughs> God damn it! Roll, <laughs> roll them across the floor at the giant. Yeah. And Classic. drink a health potion. Okay, yeah, you guys see Patches reach into his bag. He has two things. He has something in each hand. He 
he throws whatever's in one hand onto the ground. You see all these marble, like little tiny BBs, <laughs> basically marbles, just roll out <laughs> all around this giant. And then with a thumb, just kind of like boom, like <laughs> pops the cork off this health potion and just chugs it right in front of everybody. Very How much you heal for? I am healed <laughs> for. Nice. Nice. Uh, nine. Patches, you're feeling you're feeling much better. You get this rush of energy. It's like drinking a Red Bull, but you don't feel like shit. That energy. is all I can do. This giant is up. She will. She carefully walks across these ball bearings, so she'll only have half movement since she's moving carefully. She is making her way up toward Patches. As she stumbles up and toward you, is going to make two swings with her great club. The first one is a miss. So as she's coming over, kind of just really... And so is the second. <laughs> really clumsily, she swings at you, and then she gets off of those ball bearings and just nails patches as this club comes down on top of him. 28 damage one hit. Good four. That, uh, she does 20 damage to you as she comes over and just slams this club into Patches. So he is, you're like in the middle of drinking this health potion and she comes over and you're able to duck and as you're trying to like finish drinking this, you just hit nails Patches and he just flattens onto the floor in front of her. You can see she's not, no longer speaking out to all of you and as, as he gets hit, all of you see Patches, yeah, just get flattened and she goes stay down in giant. Oh, guys up. So if Patches is on the floor unconscious, just and happens to get hit by some hail of thorn, thorn splinters. Is he going to die it's a, a lot? Uh, it's fail on a death saving. Yeah, he gets an automatic fail on a death saving throw. Well, I like patches a lot, and I feel like one day he'll come to the Lord. So I'm going to. <laughs> you won't know. <laughs> He's going right now. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to look down, see Callista stab this thing in the face, and be like, nice. Then I'm going to look up, see the. the I almost call it a dragon too. The giant. And be like. Gross. And then I'm gonna <laughs> lose a bolt right in his forehead. It is a 17. Yeah, 17 hits her. Nice. Oh, no. Oh, four total. So this. I'm so naked without my dice. This arrow does. Yeah. It just grazes across this giant, and you see this. Like where it cuts. Have you ever seen someone cut so deep you could see mm -hmm. their fat? Yeah. There's a lot of fat oh. where this arrow cuts through her mm -hmm. shoulder as it goes across. And she just roars out and looks over to Guy, and she just says, You're next. As she grips her club, and this arrow flies past her. <gasps> Adelaide's up. Watched her from <laughs> your little fireplace. <laughs> From the fireplace. I think I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I, I'm gonna Eldritch Blast from the comfort of the fireplace. <laughs> That's awesome. 22 for hit. That hits. <laughs> um, okay, great. And I'm gonna use my token of the Fae in keeping with the whole lightning damage and like seeing her affected by it. I'm gonna <laughs> use lightning damage. Yeah. <laughs> 13 damage. How do you kill nice. this giant? Uh, yes! That's awesome. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> this is the coolest battle! <laughs> so, you know, after we had a little entanglement and she was frightened of me and that just gave me all the confidence I needed, she couldn't take me down, but I took her down. And so I lock eyes with her and I'm giving her that chilly stare and I just reach my finger out and blast her right in the face and her eyeballs sizzle out of her head. Yeah, so she does turn and she looks and the last thing she ever sees is Adelaide standing in that fireplace, the fire roaring around you, these sparks raining down like confetti. Your hand reaches out and this purple flash and that's the last thing she ever sees is her big gross body like hits the ground as <laughs> she falls down. It's just nasty. Her foot is like touching the edge of this fire and it seems like it's starting to lick up against her skin. Wow. You all are out of combat. Woo! Woo! Okay. 
Okay, I immediately am going to turn to the little patches on the ground and cast Cure Wounds on him. He's if getting... we don't level up from this. <laughs> <laughs> patches, I'm curing wounds on you right now. You're receiving 10 hit points. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to curing. that, Patches. You guys are all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. I Magic. cannot believe we lived. I'm so hey, proud of us. Same. <laughs> I mean, they're huge. It's like getting hit by a fucking a building with a yeah, weapon. Like a car running into we'll Yeah. No, really, that's a, that's a great way to put it. It is like getting hit by a car that's, yeah. like, moving. <laughs> you guys are standing in this room. These tapestries blowing. This fire is crackling in the middle of the room. Adelaide's standing in the fireplace. This big, fat, gross giant is dead on the floor. These two lizard bodies, one still in the fire and burning. You can smell it. It's kind of gross, but also smells like chicken is cooking, and the other one just bleeding out in front of Guy up on his buffalo. Woo! Fuck. Investigation! <laughs> what are you investigating? The room to find cool stuff, and I don't. <laughs> um, I would like I'm to sorry. ask the group if I can have someone's health potion. You can have mine. Okay. Here, Professor, sorry I didn't save you earlier. It's fine. This podcast is brought to you by... Six, eight, six. <laughs> Dude, the anticipation of the second crack... <laughs> Oh, that's what my parents I'm, said when I was born with four ass cheeks. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna drink. <laughs> I'm gonna drink my health potion. Too. Okay. So, um, well, I'm also drinking a health potion. So you guys are all drinking health potions. Uh, your adrenaline is dying back down a little bit, and the awesomeness of the event that just happened is slowly being replaced by pain. <laughs> you guys are you guys are starting to drink these health potions. Um, I'm going to investigate all of the tapestries. Oh, yeah, just touch it and okay. like look behind it okay. and things. Okay, but. cool. Then yeah, it would be investigation. Either Arwul can roll for each individual one, mm-hmm. or everybody can agree you're all investigating them. Everyone rolls and we'll take the highest roll. We're all rolling an investigation. On this is uh, Arwul's like, hey guys, maybe we Let's should check this out. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're cursed. <laughs> what was it? it was what did two. it roll? It was a, a two? two. 11. 15. Also so, 15. Oh. So I got a really good look at it earlier when I may or may not have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adelaide's pretending to look at it again, but in reality, she's like already investigated it. You guys go around and you're looking at all of these tapestries, and they're, they are... All of one certain symbol except the one by the door. And all of the other ones, you guys are like feeling them and pulling them and like looking behind them and everything, right? Yeah. You said. So you guys do walk up. The ones on the other side of this room have a flame in the middle of them, an embroidered flame. So it's, it's a pretty simple flame with white embroidered around these black tapestries. But the one where the giant was standing is a, a couple of triangles with something round in the center of it. And as you pull that back, there actually is a small room behind this. It's just a little tiny divot in the wall. I'm also going to uh, bring Ori out of her little pocket dimension and have her flying near the steps area, and I want her to alert us if anything's coming down. Okay, solid. I like that. Um, I'll give you inspiration for that. Thanks. Yeah, that's that's clever. Um, so Ori is perched up on... Th- these tapestries are hanging, and one is on the stairwell. And so Ori perches on the bar that's hanging this tapestry, and she's just sitting there, her head, doing that weird owl thing mm-hmm. the entire time that she's sitting up there actively percepting. As you guys come into this room, you notice that there are four chests in here. All of them are closed. Don't just open them, Patches. <laughs> I go up and just open one. So as you open this, it's not even like a room. This, there's, there's, there's no way that this giant could have ever fit in here. It is a hole in the wall that where the men can see it all. And you guys see these four chests, but you are able to get one or two bodies in here, and there are four chests lined up side by side. Patches, you want to check them out? I do. Yeah. So I'm going to investigate 
them, see if they look like, see if there's, it seems like there's a sure. mechanism. <laughs> there's a mechanism. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start casting Detect Magic. Okay. I'm going to do it as a ritual. Arwul is, Arwul is starting to, I guess, use the soot <laughs> and, and maybe blood from his own body to draw this <laughs> ritual circle around him. Patches, you you are, unlike unlike the chests in the utter, underwater dungeon temple, whatever it was, Patches is like, all right. <laughs> and he, he's looking in the keyholes. He's putting a little pressure on the lids to hear if anything is clicking. You, with a 22, the first chest that's closest to you, you hear something click as you give it just a little bit of pressure. You hear like, as you're lifting this lid just a little bit. Do I think that that means that it is... This is probably trapped. trapped. Okay. It seems like something is right to the lid. There's a booby trap. Um, (laughs) Patch just said booby. You're gonna try to disarm it? Yeah, so I'm gonna yeah, use my, like, my lock tools. picks and my files and all that kind of stuff uh-huh. and try to see if I can. Yeah, and maybe Patches only needs his lock pick to like get it in there and, and disable this trap, but he's using all his tools. It looks very impressive <laughs> for people who don't know what's going on. Lay them all out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fire is still burning behind yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're gonna roll a dexterity check plus proficiency. It's. A 13. With a 13, you hear uh, patches, you get in there, this lock picks in the side, you have your file, and this chest seems old and corroded on the inside, and you just pivot with your file to push this thing just a little further as you you think that there is a gear with a wire inside of this, and you go to pull that wire, and as you pull that wire, you hear a loud click, and you have disabled the trap. Nice. Sweet, I'm gonna open the chest. Boom, there is in the back of the chest, it w- looks like a bolt locked into the back of it with two gears on each side and one taut wire-like cord now, the other is broken because of patches. It does not shoot at you. There is nothing in this chest. I'm gonna go to the next chest Okay. do the same thing. Okay. Uh, so with your investigation on the chests, uh, the first one was the only one that you think was trapped. Okay, so I'm just, I'm gonna open. The, the second chest. one, it is locked, however. Okay, locked. Well, I'm, I'll, okay, so I'll use my lock picks and things. It's a 10. Yeah, with a 10, you're not able to unlock this chest. Um, is my magic up? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. How far does that read? Uh, 30 feet. It's 30 feet. Yeah, in this room, you don't notice any magic. You actually, uh, you would probably notice a strange sense of the absence of magic in this room. Okay. Yeah, it seems like there's nothing magical in here, not the air, not anything. It seems really weirdly natural in a world that seems to be run by magic. I want to go in the little area with the chest and kind of look at him too. Okay. See if I can assist you. You see patches trying to... Yeah, I'm going to see if I can assist him and like look in and see like the gears or maybe like... Okay, this is this is a, just a lock. Um, you would not be able to assist Patches with this because you aren't proficient with it. Patches is the only one of all of you who is trained in picking locks. So you are unable to unlock the second chest. Okay, so I'm gonna go to the third chest. Yeah, you gotta lift this up. You would know it's not trapped. Uh, it is locked as well. Nice, 24. Yeah, with the 24. Patches gets in there, he gets his lock pick, and he pushes all the pins and gets it just right. It's a really simple lock. It's rudimentary, and you just pop this thing. You open the top of this chest. There is a scroll of fairy fire 
There is a potion of climbing, and there is a redstone that glows with fire. And as he opens this chest, Arwul, you do recognize this magic as elemental magic as he opens this lid, and nice. you're able to sense it nice. as you're standing inside of here beside Patches. That's awesome. Good job, team. Found the thing. We got the thing that we came for. <laughs> Are you right? Did you write it? Um, I'm. Well, okay. So I'm gonna give either one of you, whoever. I don't care. I'll take it. Okay. The the give scroll. Her the climbing. And the, I'll, I'll take the climbing. The climbing thing, because I can already, I'm pretty good at climbing anyway. So I get the potion of fairy, or the scroll of fairy fire? Scroll of fairy fire, potion of climbing, and then it is called a red corundum. Red you corundum. hand me the potion of climbing, and I'm like, ah, know it well. Yeah. <laughs> know it well. <laughs> is the red corundum the, the, like, the dragon heart thing yeah. they were talking uh, it's, about? It is an element, it has elemental magic. Yeah. Arwell would know that. Would I know, or should I roll like Arcana to know if... I take these bracers off at some point that we wouldn't be able to hold it. Um, you can roll Arcana for that. I'll give you advantage since Detect Magic's up. Cool. Uh, cool. So, 19. Yeah, with the 19, you absolutely know that if you guys did not have these bracers on, whoever's holding the gym right now probably would not have hands anymore. Okay. This thing is bright with magic, and it seems fresh, for lack of a better word. Like, this thing is... If your wand had 50 of 50 charges, this is how it would feel. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna um, open the fourth chest. Do you chest. want me to hold on to that since I have natural fire resistance? Um, I'll hold it on for now. You good for now? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you open the fourth chest, it is unlocked, actually. Uh, there's nothing in it. Um, Can I try the second chest again? I'll give you one more try. Okay. If not, we're breaking it. Yeah, I'll break it. Yeah. So the first <laughs> chest had a, this first chest had a trap. The second chest is still locked. Patches is trying for it again. 19. Yep, and with the 19, you pop it open. Yes. There, this is full of igneous rocks. Look through. Cool. Yeah, I want to investigate. care that. for some rocks. I'll Look take through. it. I want to investigate through. Sure. Uh, 21. Okay, uh, you're just looking in the second chest through these yeah. rocks. You don't notice anything besides, it just seems like a bunch okay. of rocks are in this chest. So there are a bunch of rocks in here. The third one seemed to have some actual treasure in it. Oh, Patches opens the fourth one and it seems to be empty. Does the fat have anything on her body? Like treasures and shit? <laughs> She doesn't have any treasures on her body, no. She has that giant great club, and she has really gross, uh, revealing clothing that, like, clothing is a generous word for what she's wearing right now. (laughs) I want to ask our new friend if she knows if there's anything upstairs. She says, um... It's the devil. We should probably talk to her. <laughs> yeah, she, she's just rocking back and forth a little bit, and she seems dazed. It doesn't seem like she's heard what you've said to her. So she's just staring off complacently. Can just, I roll medicine on her? Sure. Nine. With a nine, you go up and you, you go to shake her, and you realize it's hard to get her attention, but as you shake her, she does turn to you, and as she turns, you notice her skin now that the prestidigitation has gotten all that soot off of her. There's a lot of places where she has this really strange rash all over her, but you're, you don't know what it is. Not with a nine. Does anyone know what this rash is on this our new friend? Oh, well, nature for rashes. It is, um... You can all survival for rashes. Survival. That's 17. You know, the 17... You would you would recognize this because you have met other people who had the same condition. When you are malnourished, your skin doesn't regenerate, and you think that she's just starving, and she so her skin is not appropriately growing itself back. And you can just see it's it, it looks really miserable. Like her skin's been rubbed raw off of her body, and uh, you no, just think do not like that. Yeah, you you just think that she's malnourished, and she just seems really complacent, like she can't focus on anything. I'd give her some food, but that's the only thing that fell out of my backpack. When I- <laughs> <laughs> I have um, five uh, rations in my pack. So. Yeah. 
Okay. If she feels, I'm going to offer her some chicken leg. She a... feels like eating. Yeah, it's a chicken leg. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you give her that, and she holds it for a second, really, com- just that same distant stare as this. It's probably actually like a piece of dried sausage or bread or cheese or something. Yeah. She's holding it in her hand, and she just stares at it complacently for a minute and doesn't say anything, and then just like savagely shoves this thing into her mouth, and she just you see her like once more start to cry as she's eating this food because when you're when you're malnourished, it hurts to eat. Like it hurts really badly for food to go down your throat and in your stomach and you can see her just like bend over in pain and she's just like grimacing and crying but she just eats this food really quickly and then takes this breath as it settles into her stomach as she's bent over and she just says thank you do we give a shit about what's up here like we have what we came for how do we get to the material plane can we use the gem didn't wasn't well, there something about a gem like the, being if like the heart of Lawahawa never say that um is supposedly able to open up doorways between realms. Oh. But we don't know if it's just a red corundum or an actual, like, it's her heart. And we can just, like, leave this entire realm, all of them, all together and start a new campaign. I want to talk to the Sultan Vizier before we go. <laughs> and, like, just, like, fucking read him for filth and then... Peace out. Oh, yeah, I kind of want to know what's upstairs. Murder him. Yeah, yeah, we can't, we yeah. can't yeah. afford a gate, and they're especially not going to let us leave for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's true, but it would be super fun to poison him. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gone by the time he's dead. What, what were we investigating for the Sultan's Vizier here? Just the area? Just seeing it, yeah. For sure, there is a large lizard like creature up there. Mm. Yeah. That we, that probably will not. Like be us. cool with us going up there. I mean, do we want to risk getting in a fight with this thing? Do you guys <laughs> want to? Yeah, yes. Risk, <laughs> y'all want to risk leveling up? <laughs> do you have? Do we have enough time for you to maybe do another identify ritual? Yeah, absolutely. On identify the that upstairs lizard. Well, I think you already know. You just like mark on a check. You know what it does. You know it's a red corundum. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll do it anyway because I'm interested. I'll do identify spell on it. Are you gonna blow a slot? Or are you gonna take ten minutes? I'm gonna take ten minutes. So Arwell does cast identify on this. You know it is a red corundum. This can be used to, if you are attuned to it, summon a fire elemental that will do your bidding. In addition to that, it carries all traits that are within fire magically. And there is, as arcane users, you would know there is magic in everything, Mm -hmm. uh, especially the elements. And that's what forms the planes of existence is a mixture of those things. And so fire is a pure element and it is a really powerful magics outside. Like think of it like a battery for magic. It's a really powerful battery for magic. I say we introduce the upstairs lizard to the new friend. Yeah. You have to attune to you, it, though. Yeah, it would require a... Yeah. All right, let's sit here in a two. Should we long rest in I mean, place? if we long rest, one thing. So we could go into... We can't our, long rest here. We, no, not here. Okay. But I mean, like, we could go into Homegirl's room. The closet? The closet. We could all, like, get in a little corner in the closet, take okay. a long rest. They would think we were dead because it, oh. would, take, it would take eight hours. Yeah. I'm totally down. And... Then we can do whatever the fuck we want. We can just and nice. I could have Ori still an alarm, technically. And nothing's gonna come here because it's it's yeah. Uh, we still what is have Callista holds her arms up. We still have these things oh. on. Oh, they know where we are. Yeah, yeah but they're not gonna come here. But if we don't move for eight hours, maybe yeah. If really we're sitting in the same place, they're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> they're dead. They call it desecrated ground. Desecrated yeah. land. Yeah. So, do we know though if these things are able to sense? 
I'm pretty sure whatever's upstairs knows we're here because that yeah. was very loud. Well, it also saw it saw patches. Yeah. Oh, and it saw you. Well, how about this? Why don't I try to like just like stealth up there and just look and look in the room and you see if there's anything? Again? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> and just see if there's anything like interesting in um, the room that was worth investing. I would like to first roll stealth for Ori. Oh. Well. Yeah. Okay. Stealth plus three. <laughs> uh, okay. So yeah, just <laughs> plus three. So thirteen. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll I'll take that into account. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna keep her really high in the air. Sure. <laughs> and uh, as she comes into this room, you actually do notice it has a pretty low ceiling. Okay. This room is smaller than all of the others. A little others. dip, and I'm. She knows to pocket dimension if anything goes at her. Hi, Ori. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> sweet baby. Um, so a ten. Uh, on perception. Yeah. This room is definitely smaller than the one that you all are in right now. A fire does not burn here, but there is a shoot for a chimney that seems to come from the room that you all are currently in, and you can just see that smoke moving through it. It does not come and pour into this room, but that smoke moves through this chimney constantly. A strange red light washes over the ceiling of this entire place, like red light is being reflected off of water. A strange shine sits in from the exposed smoke. You can see this weird, really strange shine kind of washing over it as well. It seems to come from the floor itself. There's a shrine in here okay. that you can see, obviously, it's in front of that smoke, the smoke that's pouring up through here. As it goes up into a point, it seems to be made of some kind of obsidian, and there's a half crescent that almost meets at the top in really sharp angles. And in the center of it, there is some sort of holster. It has four-pronged claws. A lizard-like head rises up as soon as Ori enters the room, though it does not seem to notice where she's at. Its scales are black and rock-like, though the skin underneath its neck is purple, and as it's looking around, you notice its eyes light up purple as well as it's looking through this room. And uh, there's drool just pouring from this thing's mouth, just like hanging, like when a, someone doesn't clean up their dog's mouth, it's just hanging there. Uh, like a Komodo dragon or something? Can I do, yeah. Like, yeah. Can, can I hear, is he telling Alice? Yeah, I'm gonna Alice? just be verbalizing it out loud as I'm seeing. Uh, yeah, sure. So where is, are there stairs from this room yeah, going up here. to and right there? Yeah, up to this. Um, I would like to suggest to the group that I would like to communicate with it. I can also, Send hmm. Wart up with the stone to put in that shrine and see if it does anything. I don't know if we want to put it. Um, I, I should I should probably be a little more specific about the stone if you think Wart can carry yeah. this thing. It's, it's like huge. yeah, oh, okay. this thing it, it'll fit in your hand like a Nerf football. Sorry, Wart, you'll have your time in the sun. Would you all allow me to try to communicate with the lizard of drool? Always. Uh, how big is the lizard? Bigger big. than salt and pepper. Pretty big. Oh yeah, it's definitely bigger than salt and pepper. Is it as big as the giant? I will cast big. We could feed it the giant body. Oh, we could feed it the giant. How are we gonna move it? All of us together? Yeah, maybe. It is Buffalo. as big as the giant. Let's let's load the giant on Buffalo's back and carry it up to her and Can give it to her. Can we drag it up there via Buffalo? God <laughs> damn it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should have lit that thing on fire. <laughs> All right. You turn around and realize it's up in flames. It's ash. No, I'm kidding. Yes, you can do that. That's why it's cool. Right. It so who's, whose idea was that? Mine. Do you have inspiration? No. You have it now. I'd like Thank to you. Drag, I'd like to tie up with the 25 feet of rope to the buffalo. <laughs> such a small amount of rope. What, like around her ankle? Yeah. And he's dragging her up the steps. Yeah, you can see her head like... 
we're pushing to. Yeah, and, I, and I, I walk up into the room and I cast Speak with Animals. Okay, you cast Speak with Animals, blow the spell slot. And I say to the drooling creature, I say, You have no master, you are your own master now, and we bring you a great sacrifice of your potential previous master. We are like shadows in the wind. We are just breezing through. Bro. Shadows in the wind. Bro. Uh, okay, so this thing, it rears its head back up. You can see its huge body just sitting there, this drool pouring from it, and you're standing in the room, like at the doorway, talking to this thing, right? It, raise, it raises its head up and it has this rock-like skin. Its scales are like, I mean, it looks like rocks are hanging out of it. You can see its purple neck. And as it comes up, that gray, strange scale pattern that it has on it, its hazy purple eyes are looking out at you. And you hear this weird dinosaur like, like come out of its throat and it looks at you and it just is hungry. And uh, I need you to roll animal handling for me. Providing this goes well. 18 plus five. Wow, 23. I would like for the buffalo <laughs> to just very slowly drag it into the room <laughs> yeah. and be like, oh. Buffalo does up. slowly drag it into the room. Uh, buffalo's still tied to the giant, though? I will unleash. Okay, the- this thing is watching you really carefully, but you do see its lips curl and it shows you its teeth as you walk in, and this giant, it, its body is just lying in front of and it. And I just say to the dragon thing, the dinner is served. Yeah, and you flourish and you bow in front of this giant, and as you do, three other heads rise up from the same body, and they, all four of them, just <laughs> dig into this giant and start ripping it to pieces as this huge fucking beast stands up. It has, it has multiple tails as it stands up and starts to eat nice. this giant, and you can see the heads playing with it. They grab two sides of it and rip this giant's body in half. And then the other two are just eating the remains that are on the ground. And the heads bite at each other as they're trying to get the food from one of the other heads that are attached to the same body. Its rock-like tail is just... It seems like it has a tail for each head. That's the only thing that correlates. But it seems, for the moment, distracted. We should not fight that. I don't no, think we we're not going to fight, gonna fight it, but oh, I'm not even in the room. I want to see if that stone that you were saying will fit in that... The thing, the altar. Um, do we want it? Do you think that might be a way out? I think so. I want to try it. Um, there, yeah, and there's still guys. You're, as you're bowing in front of this thing, it, I mean, it is fucking huge, man. Yeah. This is not as big as those lizards. Like these heads, its head is as big as your body. One of them, and these heads are just like <laughs> ripping this giant to pieces right in front of you. And um, this red light God, is damn. still reflecting all over the ceiling from behind this shrine. As this is just ripping this oh, giant where to is pieces. The red light coming from? It makes it look really cool for what it's worth. You <laughs> said it seemed like the floor was was like glowing red. Yeah, the the source of light, or from Ori's perspective, it seemed to be coming from behind the shrine that is behind this hydra. Patches, you want to sneak behind the hydra and see if putting the stone in there does anything? Or see what's causing the red glow back or there. Seeing, might be yeah, 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 red glow. I kind of whisper to the group in yeah, common. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up with Patches. Like, I would like... Stealthily doing that. We could potentially try to convince it, like, it doesn't have to be bound to this place anymore and see if it will just leave. I rolled a twelve. It seems it seems pretty miraculous that this thing has even ever been able to fit into this room. Like, <laughs> there's no obvious way this thing ever got in here. It's like uh, a shipping model. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. it. You really have no idea how this thing got into this room. When it was a baby. What did you roll for stealth? A thirteen. A thirteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. When it was a horrifying little baby. Or twelve. Tiger. I'm sorry. I'm lying. A twelve. 
You guys sneak up and it, you see this. I mean, it's to see for the first time, mm-hmm. horrifying. Yeah. It, this thing is giant, and you notice that all these heads are connected oh, to the same body. Fuck. This giant is totally unrecognizable by the time you get up the stairs. The meat is almost pulled clean from the giant's bones as these heads are just ripping at it. There's drool and blood, and it's just spattered all over its faces. Its purple eyes, uh, like, it seems like sometimes one of the heads will look up to see what you guys are doing and then just dig back down into this giant. It is quickly consuming it, though. Okay, um, I'm just, so I'm sneaking around. I want to see what the light is from behind the shrine. Okay. And then you have the stone, right? Yeah, the stone. Okay. You see, so you get behind the shrine, and there is a stone lying here that looks almost perfectly identical to the stone that you all found in the chest. Taking it up. Yep. Yep. I'm taking it. Um, cool. Um, would you we give me two. a... We can put one in the thing, yeah. and then take the other yeah. Fuck yeah. to the motherfucking yeah. material plank. Yeah. Agreed. Um, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, if that would, you give me, <laughs> would you give me a boost? I'm going to put it into the shrine. Yes. I boost. Try to. Our will. So, a guy, I don't know if you're holding the... <laughs> Bow in front of this thing still. I'm like looking around now. Yeah, I'm getting buffalo and kind of ushering yeah, over. Very smart. Calista is dragging one of the lizard things up the stairs. Oh, smart. Okay, oh, I see. Seconds. Yeah. These things are pretty big. Are, it's, I'm helping yeah. her. I'm helping her. Okay, I'll let you both roll uh, FLX checks with advantage. Guy, you see this shadowy form come up, and the only thing you recognize from it is that the light on the ceiling. Nat 20. Really? Oh, All right. This Nat 20 is brought to you from Tabletop Loot. 15% off uh, your entire purchase. Just check out with the code. Hit Dice Pod. You can be rolling natural 20s like us instead of Nat 1s like everyone else. Mine's an 11. Just for fun. Well, with a Nat. 20. Calista, you are able to fucking slowly drag Uh this thing up and Adelaide's like, it's go time, man. And you grab a foot each instead of maybe the tail. Uh Oh, wait, wait, can I do this? You're having a really hard time pulling it by the tail until it pops off. You know how a lizard's tail comes off really easily? And then Adelaide catches one of the legs and you grab the other and you guys run it up here really quickly. I'm assuming that you, your plan is to... Toss it right in with the bones. (laughs) Right. Though it's not bones, you can see the intestines just hanging out of these hydra's mouths. They're pulling it like spaghetti noodles in between them. Is it? Because intestines are stretchy and gross and it smells like duty and blood up here and it's just so fucking bizarre. Arwul places this gym in as you're bringing this up and this hum just is coming from it and then the light in this room just is brilliant and you can see everything in here. You hear outside it sounds like a fucking nuclear bomb goes off and from what little holes you can see it looks like the light outside is shining brightly in here where it was not before and you can see the fire encroaching back into this place where it swirls up into this point you can see the fire coming up all the trails and then really quickly and uh, you guys are not eaten alive by this though the lizard body that's sitting there quickly burns up and as that happens the gym a small brilliant red light is shining right in front of it just floating in front of this altar we have touch the it. other we have the other we have the other stone we have it touch it i'm going to touch the light yes i fall down so as patches uh, patches yeah, <laughs> drops all her and grabs this light um, patches you feel that same feeling where it feels like your stomach is being turned upside fucking down like the gravity got switched in the room that you're in but as you do it feels like your arms are being pulled from their sockets as this and this feeling just suddenly stops you can't breathe and you realize that you are caught in this weird ethereal place you can't see your hands at all though they aren't gone it just seems like they aren't with you there's a line that's straight through them of this strange energy, and your hands are just like, it feels like your arms are ripping off of your shoulders. Oh, no. uh, I need you to make uh, an athletics check for me. 
Perfect. Because of the bracers. bracers like that, God damn. Bye bye arms. Farewell to arms. You have to get them off. 17. Yeah, with the 17, you are able to, you just fucking grit your teeth and you're like, fuck it. And you pull your arms through. And as you do, you're the first one through. So I also need to, you to make an arcana check. You do get your hands through, however. 21. No Please. shit. Uh, <laughs> where are you thinking of where on the material plane? I am thinking. Where are you expect? Where were you expecting to land? McDonald's I would like it. to land. Um, you can be honest if you were imagining no, 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 something. No, I mean, I'd like to land back in Raven's Bluff. Oh, okay. At the kettle. Not necessarily the kettle, but I'm just thinking yeah. of the city. That's Raven. What okay, so and your stomach turns upside down. You're able to rip your hands into here, and you hit the ground. Everybody else is still in the room. Cool. Are well, so just, Patches just disappeared. We don't he's know gone. any of this. Yeah. So I'm going to touch it too. Then everything's gone. Patches is gone. Shackles. I just say, let's assume he's dead. Do I take the bracers with me? Or are they like I'll lying? I'll tell you okay, in a minute. Right. What do we I see? Mean, if Nothing? You just see Patches grab, like touch this, and then just like, a bright <laughs> flash, like when you guys Nothing saw the, them touch the earlier. Even what happened to the Hydra? Like, uh, the Hydra seems fine. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to touch it. Yeah, I'm going to touch it too. So you touch it, and as you do, you and R will both feel your stomachs just turn upside down, and then... Just like I described to Patches, your arms, it feels like someone is ripping the bone out of the socket as your hands are fucking just pulled in front of you. Uh, I need both of you to make athletic checks for me. I'm going to use my inspiration. Me too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Athletics, you said? (gasps) Did you get two net ones? No, I got a four and a two. Hold on. Oh, that sucks. Oh my god. You're going to need amethyst arms. Adelaide, I think your characters (laughs) are just destined to die. I know. I got a 16. Yeah, with the 16 R, well, you see Adelaide and she, you guys are both in this weird ethereal plane. And just to describe what that weird in-between is like, everything seems to be like black and white. You, but you see strange things. You see stars and planets all around you. You see, you see a ship that looks like it's sailing through this. You see giant animals cool. that are running across the stars as you guys are like ripped in between here. Then R, will you pull those bracers through and you feel your stomach drop and then you hit the ground somewhere. Patches is sitting beside you. You're both a little disoriented. You, uh, you two see Adelaide's body thrown back into this room. Can I uh, you are going to take... Can I roll Arcana on it and see if I know what just happened? You're going to take six bludgeoning damage as you're thrown back into this realm. Can I roll Arcana and see if I know what just happened? Yeah. 20? Mod 20. Yeah, with Mod 20, I mean, it, these bracers, you felt the pull of them pull you back into this realm as you were trying to, like, fight against them. And it really is a strange sensation, almost like someone has your wrist and is pulling you back into this plane as you try to get out. Those, uh, those runes that are on there aren't glowing orange like fire. They're glowing red, crimson red, as you're in this portal and you're thrown back into this side. Mm. They probably know we're trying to get out. Um, our new friend, Volna. She doesn't have <laughs> bracers, <laughs> right? I want to bring her up to it. Dolores. And I'm going to tell her, this is our way out. This is how we got it. It doesn't seem to be working as well for us this time. And I'm going to say, to get back to the material plane, you need to touch it. But I don't want you to get back alone in the middle of nowhere. So I'm going to whisper the most detailed description I can of Raven's bluff in her ear as she touches it to try to help Uh, I need you to roll a persuasion to see if you can convince her to enter the room with this hydra. It's horrifying. Nice. Adelaide's just like in love with this Hydra. She's just goo-goo-eyed staring at it, like purple and black and so many heads and cool as fuck, also terrifying. Also, my arms hurt <laughs> also and my, my face. Arms hurt. <laughs> Should I do any to chop And that's a 22. Off? Yeah, so with the 22, you do convince her, and she really quickly, you see her eyes widen as she enters this room. So she has that axe against her chest, and you just see her 
start to mm -hmm. shake, and she looks at you and at the Hydra and at the thing, and just runs for it, and she grabs it, and she does just. And I'm going right with her and whisper okay. in Raven's bluff descriptions in her ear. Okay. She'll get Are there. you trying to follow her through? Uh, not just yet. I'm just okay. trying to get her. Through. Yeah, she's gone. Okay. You don't know where she's at. Well, guys. <laughs> there are three of you and a buffalo in this room. Do I think? Can I roll medicine to see if I know if I broke my hands, I could get the bracers off? Creepy. I mean, like, ah, she's done a lot more damage ah, to herself before. Breaking her thoughts. Ah. Yeah. Ten? Someone could even say you might pass out from the pain. <laughs> but I'll get uh, to Ravenclaw. No, you couldn't. These bracers, they are not like handcuffs. They are, they are thick. They weigh 15 pounds each. So they run the span of your wrist and they are tight up against your arm. You don't think that there is any way that you could naturally get out of these. Even with Tinker's tools? They're welded shut. Yeah. If, if you could get out of these, you feel like Patches already would have. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, so it's just me, Guy, Buffalo, and Callista still? You don't want to ride the buffalo into the portal? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll try again. I don't, I don't know what else I can do. I'll just try again. I'm going to... I bet to... the buffalo can fucking... Just... Stomp them off, yeah, or just like get you like it's strong, right? Pull you through. I'm oh, sorry, man. Oh. We'll just grab That's... onto the buffalo's fur, and he'll pull us in. Cool. Enhance ability on myself. Okay. Space. For strength. Enhance space ability ability. Yes, ability. my space abilities have been greatly enhanced. <laughs> do you have the spell slots for that? I do indeed. I have two second level spell slots that burns them all. Hey. Nice. One day, the guy and the people that were like gender fluid and binary riding on the buffalo <laughs> were going into the cosmos to look at other animals riding through so the stars. So we have advantage on strength check. Let me see you grit those so teeth. Yeah. Have the exhaustion. <laughs> Dude, the guy on the buffalo's <laughs> full motivation through the whole That's campaign is that he's just trying to get away from the bear. <laughs> Dude, it's I like he saw a bear in the woods idiot. and it scared him so bad that these whole adventures just him trying to get away from the bear. <laughs> He's trying to get as far away from the bear as he can. All right, Buffalo, touch the... Okay, we're all so you guys on. are just holding on the Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. And, and then I'm he's like, going to touch it. As we get on, I've cast this on myself, and I reach out and touch Adelaide and cast reach it on her, too. Touch hey, get it? We're space ability, and we're going to the astral plane. <gasps> oh. So you guys you guys are all on Buffalo, uh -huh. and Buffalo... Holding on for dear life. So what's going to happen is I'm going to wrap my thick, creamy <laughs> legs around his neck oh. and walk towards the thing, and then I'm going to grab the thing. Okay, and then all, right. all of you just like... You feel your stomachs all turn upside down. You guys all still need to make athletic savings or, or athletic, sorry, athletic checks for me. My athletic, I'm proficient in that, so my proficiency is plus one. So that nat 20! Yeah. And a nat one! And a nat one. Really? Nat 20 and a nat one, yeah. Oh, that's so lucky. What'd you get? Um, this ability check. And guy, you got a 19? Mm -hmm. Holy it's shit. Strength? Athletics, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shit. Minus one with the bracers. Uh, that's a nine. Yeah, so no, with the no, nine. No, it's a ten because I have jack of all trades, so it comes balance. So with with that nine, you guys, you, Adelaide and Guy, you both managed to get your hands through. Guy, you're struggling. You're pulling it. Your arms are getting ripped out, but you're able to last second right before it feels like they're about to dislodge. Pull those bracers through. Adelaide, you've been in here one time before already, and you're ready for it, and you're, you, you're riding that momentum. You don't let it stop you. And as you rip through this, with a natural 20, you see Callista struggling. She cannot seem to get her arms can back and through her? this. You can roll, yeah, you can you can grab her and uh, attempt to roll an athletics check to see if you can pull her through. Oh, I get it. I get it. Advantage. It looks funny. 
I got another nat one, but I also Jesus. got an 18. Yeah, and with an 18, Callista, Callista, you see your friends leaving. You're in this place. Your arms, your your beautiful playing arms are being ripped from your body. You can see, it, you can actually see, though it's minuscule, the bone kind of starting to separate as your arms getting longer as it's pulling. And Adelaide grabs your arms, and as these, it, it almost looks like a Pegasus, but it's made out of smoke and fog, and it's hard to make it out. It steps over, and it jumps over all of you all as Adelaide grabs you and rips you through this thing. You guys all tumble through this. You land in a pile. You are all in the same spot. Woo! We did hey, it, guys. Everybody. Let's all touch hands. Yeah. Yeah, where are we? Aww. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you guys come through. But you were all landing in the same spot. Volna is here with you. As you all look up, you are in a town that looks like Raven's Bluff. As you stand in at the top of the city, you can see a river that is split and running in the dead center of the city. Walls are built around it, much like Raven's Bluff has. You can see the Earthspur Mountains, though it's not from the vantage point you're used to. And as you were looking out over these Earthspur Mountains, who else from Kalant? Fingus Spark Spring is north of Raven's Bluff, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is in Kalant. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We'll say I'm that. pretty sure that's where it is. So you would recognize it as Kalant. As you okay. stand up, you see the familiar river oh, going wow. through the city. Yeah. You hear Fine. birds chirping, people moving around. Everything isn't on fire anymore. So and nice. uh, you guys take in a breath of fresh air all. And as you go to raise your hands, you realize that they each still weigh about 15 pounds and you have these bracers on them. Oh, they are, the runes on your bracers are bright ass fucking red right now. And yeah. it is fucking not, red. it is not dissipating in any way, shape, or form. But oh, exactly you, the you all, find a blacksmith. You all stand. No, we need to find somebody to cut the magic off. Um, but I'm gonna let everyone know though. that we're in Kalant and like we're really close to the school. We're at Thingus. I bet we can easily we're spend a bunch of money on dispel magic spells. <laughs> cool. yeah. Okay, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And as you, guys, as you guys are back in the material plane and uh, you were standing, <laughs> looking over Kalant near the Earthspur Mountains with them at your back, uh, several days journey could probably get you to Raven's Bluff if you were to turn and walk that way. But uh, you are looking over Kalant, the city. You can see the you can see the Dragon's Reach Sea beside it where this river cuts through it and leads into birds are flying through the air, no dragons, no fire genie wizard people. You are, in a sense, home. And that's where we're going to end episode 17. Woo! God damn. Oh, I feel like I can breathe. <laughs> Hello, friends and listeners. As episode 17 of Hit Dice comes to a close, I have some very exciting news. You may have noticed that the last couple of episodes haven't had any silly outros. And no, the news is not that we're not doing those anymore because I love them too much and they're kind of for me and I hope you enjoy them too. The news is... We haven't been able to do those because we've been really hard at work here at Hit Dice creating content for you guys to use and connect with us. Our official website is finally live at long last. You can head over to that website and there's all kinds of ways for you to interact and all kinds of goodies for you to get your hands on. You can finally put a face to every one of the player characters in the Hit Dice campaign. That's right, all of our beautiful faces are plastered all over the website and soon to come will be commissioned artwork of all of our characters on top of that if you can't wait for that commission artwork to come out and you were just itching to draw one of us an art page will be going live very soon so sharpen those pencils cross your cues and dot those lowercase j's because your artwork could be featured on the website and trust me it doesn't take much beside all of that there is a store on the website 
Now, guys, I know that we live in a time of a lot of turmoil and controversy and people just trying to take your money. When we started this podcast as a group, we decided that we would never ask our listeners for free money. We would never do a Patreon. We would never have a donation button. We do this podcast as a getaway for ourselves and for you all. So we hope that you're enjoying it and having as much fun as we are throughout this entire experience. But if you did want to support us or just have some really fucking awesome swag, you can head over to the store. There is a custom adventure that I wrote that you can play. It is horror. It is hard. You are going to love it. It's full of custom magic items, puzzles, monsters, a dungeon, and a story arc. You can run it in tandem with a campaign or as a one-off. The artwork was done by our, our very own guy on a buffalo, Caleb Hanks, and the design and layout was done by Adelaide Nina Larson. You guys are not going to believe the price point on this thing. It is, you're basically robbing us if you go to the store and buy it. Aside from that, you can buy pins that were custom made by Nina Larson, or you can buy a sticker that has the Hit Dice logo. Let the entire world know that you have impeccable taste in real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. So it's an opportunity for you guys to get some really cool stuff and to support us if you're loving the podcast. To check out any and all of that, you can visit our official webpage, hitdicepod.com. As we are growing and we are taking these next steps, some really exciting things are going to happen. And the most important thing that you can do for us is take a moment to leave that five-star review in iTunes. So if you have just a second, head on over while listening to our beautiful, buttery, sultry voices. Leave a five-star review in the iTunes store. None of this would have been possible without our sponsor, Tabletop Loot. You can head over to their store, and if the stickers and the adventure and the pins from our store just don't do it, you want some dice because you're sick of your inferior dice from an inferior store rolling natural ones, you can head over to Tabletop Loot. They're going to take care of you. They have beautiful dice, and no matter what you buy, even if it's the brand new dice jail that they have on their website, you're going to get 15% off using the code HITDICEPOD. Aside from all of that, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you guys as well. None of this would be possible without our listeners, and we owe everything to you guys. If you want to connect with us, we want to connect with you, whether it's to tell me not to do the silly outros anymore, that you hate them, or if you want character descriptions because we don't describe our PCs enough and you want to do some fan art, or if you just want to say hi, you can follow us fucking anywhere on the internet, basically, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, our handle on everything is hit dice pod you can use the hashtag hit dice pod if you don't feel like tagging us other than giving you our sincerest thanks and bringing you this incredible news please take a moment to visit the website let us know what you think and maybe even scoop yourself up something handmade with love by your very favorite real play dungeons and dragons podcast until next wednesday guys thanks for hanging in there thanks for all of your support we will catch you next week adventurers Bye.